Yep, we're good. So I'm just going to read the uh, order, the, the notice start uh, pursuant to Governor Baker's March 12, 2020 order suspending certain provisions of the open meeting law, general law, chapter 30A, section 18, and the governor's March 15, 2020 order imposing strict limitations on the number of people that may gather in one place. This meeting of the City of Medford Conservation Commission is being conducted via remote participation. No in-person attendance of members of the public will be permitted, but every effort will be made to ensure the public can adequately access the proceedings as provided for in the order. A reminder that persons who would like to listen or view this meeting while in progress may do so by accessing the link that was included on the meeting agenda posted on the City of Medford website. If, despite our best efforts, we are not able to provide for real-time access, we will post a record of this meeting on the City Town's website as soon as we are able. So, and with that, I'll turn it over to Lindsay and we can get to the matter at hand. All right, let's open it up. Um, uh, Dennis, I assume one of the folks on the call you're familiar with is uh, the applicant? They are both. So it's the applicant and his uh, representative. So. All right, great. We'll jump in then. Um, so we'll open a uh, public hearing for a request for partial certificate of compliance, DEP file number 2150212, filed by Valcheck Properties for a partial COC regarding the creation of a subdivision on Macklin Road in Medford, uh, with one of the proposed lots in the development being within the 100-foot buffer zone of a bordering vegetated wetland and an intermittent stream. Um, so I'll turn it over to the applicant. If you can just give us a little bit of background on the um, request for partial COC, and if you could give us uh, specifics on which aspects of the certificate um, you are looking to close out with this filing. I'm actually just, um, as I don't mind, I'm going to actually hand it over to uh, Ben, my uh, engineer. So he, he knows a lot more about this stuff than, than I do. He's probably better off. I can answer any questions if I, if I need it, but thanks. All right, thank you. Thanks, John. Uh, hello, everyone. Uh, ben Minix with Eagle Brook Engineering. Um, so we've actually, uh, or I'll give you a, a background, background of the project. Um, so Macklin Road was... Uh, a short portion of private way um, that was extended on the um, paper street. The street was widened um, from 30 feet to 40 feet um, and a cul-de-sac was created at the end. Um, the three lots that were created, um, lots one, two, and three, are under development right now. Lots two and three um, are near closing and uh, lot one um, are still under construction. Um, now the end of the cul-de-sac um, and beyond lot three is um, a, um, a wetland with a hundred foot buffer zone, um, kind of going halfway through lot three and through the house. Um, so this partial COC request, um, we've actually, uh, John and the developer have actually made updates to that lot since uh, we submitted the, the materials for the uh, partial COC request. So um, I don't know if Dennis is able to show the pictures um, if needed, but the ones you sent today, because I have the pictures that you sent with the package, and also yeah. close pictures. So we can we can I can do that once you finish. I think that or do you want me to throw some pictures up now? No, it's okay. I'll I'll just uh, briefly talk about what's what's remaining. And and so at first it was a partial request we were making, but um, John sent some pictures today to me that show that the deck in the back has been completed with the stairs, the the ground cover, um, so the lawn has been vegetated. There is actually grass coming up now. Um, oh, okay. So that is some updates since since I was on site a, a couple weeks ago before this request was uh, submitted. Um, so I, I believe John is looking for a full um, 
certificate of compliance at this point because the work within the buffer zone is actually um, under, um, in my opinion, satisfactory, complete. Um, the remaining work is outside of the buffer zone in, in for lots uh, one and two, and then the street final pavement uh, is still remaining. Um, so I guess I'll leave it at that. If, if you have any questions, I'm happy to answer. Um, yeah, thank you. Okay. Um, I do have a couple questions. And so what we'll do next is we'll uh, do questions from the commission, then we'll open it up to the public if there's anyone on the phone that is from the public and would like to comment, um, and then we'll, we'll bring it back to the commission for um, deliberation. Um, in, in looking at the cover letter that was filed, and I understand some of this is, um, oh, Dennis, it looks like Alex is. Um, there were four bullets listed under work to be completed. Are all four of those bullets now complete um, based on the, the new information that you sent to Dennis? So the first one, uh, I'm just reading from the letter here. Uh, loam has been placed uh, throughout the site and vegetative ground cover was not yet established. Um, and those are the pictures we sent to Dennis today where um, the grass is coming up. Um, and then in the original pictures, it shows the plantings that were um, planted within the um, the Paper Street right of way as uh, staked out by Dennis on site. And so the maple trees were staked as well. Um, second bullet point, a stairway to access the raised deck. Um, shown in that those pictures sent today is the stairway to the deck has been completed. Um, that third bullet, bullet point, a roof drain leader at the back of the dwelling needed to be connected to the drywall. So that one is actually at the front. Um, I made a mistake. That was, that was at the front by the garage corner. That one is outside of the buffer zone and uh, the applicant is taking care of that, that one roof leader that needs to be connected, but it is outside the buffer zone at this point. Uh, and then the last one is the proposed arborvitae shrubs. Those have not been completed because they're at the end of the, the cul-de-sac. Those would actually be planted outside of the buffer zone as well, just on the edge of the uh, mulch bed that houses the, the plantings that were recently planted. But no, those are, those are not in at this time. Um, but those would be just outside the pavement. Um, and they would, the, the primary um, goal of those was to provide a vegetative screen uh, between the cul-de-sac and the, the extended paper street um, to the, the wetland area. Okay, any other questions from commissioners? Okay, um, so Dennis, since, um, or actually I, I should check, uh, is there anyone here from the public that had any questions on the project? All right. So since there's no one here from the public, um, we'll bring it back to the commission to kind of wrap this up. So Dennis, a couple of procedural things. Um, the request, the form 8A, I'm just kind of skimming through it quickly. It doesn't look like there's any note in form 8A itself that says this is a partial request. So I think we would be okay flipping this to a full COC. The only other consideration would be were there conditions in the original order that required monitoring uh, health of the vegetation for multiple growing seasons? I looked and there is none. 
for this there one. There was nothing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, that's why I just was checking on that. I, I checked it earlier and all of a sudden we started talking about, like, oh gosh, I want to make sure. But yeah, there was nothing, nothing uh, for any growing season for the, for this project. Okay. Um, there's also a note in the cover letter that says the silt fence is going to remain in place until the completion of construction. So that, I assume that means lot, what is it, lot three that is still remaining to be constructed. So that would all stay in place until the final house was built. So the, the house is built um, for lots uh, two and three and one is uh, maybe 50%. Um, lot three is the only one within the buffer zone. And the silt fence actually runs along the paper street and then um, around the wetland. And then a permanent fence was constructed at the back of lot three, um, as shown on the, the permit site plans and the, um, the asphalt plan that we recently submitted. Um, so the silt fence is gonna stay uh, as well as the silt sacks and the catch basins until everything's um, stabilized and, and the roadways paved. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I agree with leaving that in place until the roadway is paved and all the construction is complete. Um, I just want to make sure that there is some communication with Dennis and like um, that he is comfortable with the condition after that silt fence gets pulled out because it does require pretty significant trenching to put that stuff in. And so it's going to leave some disturbed soil. Um, do any of the commissioners have a strong feeling on how we should um, address that post construction. I guess my question is, Dennis, what is your thought? I'm um, sure. I think. I think. I mean, given that you know, with as the project's been going on, you know, John has been, you know, good about you know letting me know when things are happening. And I think you know. I think it would be just you know just a heads up from them as to when it's being removed. And I would just go up there probably when it's going on. And also afterwards just to inspect and I can just sort of give, you know, yeah. Lindsay, as long as y'all are comfortable with it, I can just, you know, say everything's, everything's Jake at the end of it. Lindsay, what are your thoughts on that? Um, were there any other areas at the site where we used a seed mix or anything where we could just say like when you pull out the silt fence, rake in that similar seed mix just to kind of get something going? Um, I, so I, I don't I don't think there was the only ground cover um, was within the lawn and then the plantings um, along the paper street and the maple trees and I really think that once you pull that sill fence nothing's really going to grow because it's um, it's so dense um, with brush in that area now and that stake's going to come out by hand um, those stakes are going to come out by hand it's, it's really not much work to take that out yeah. in that area you feel like is that probably a springtime yeah. yeah okay yeah i'm okay with it if other commissioners are okay with it we'll just have the applicant coordinate with dennis when, when that gets pulled so he can go take a look at it once it's all pulled and make sure that you know nothing's left behind and i just confirm something you guys are working to sell these properties right Correct. So, like, how does that work if, if you sell the property and there's already a COC on it and then the new property owners don't want to check in with Dennis? How I'll check in with Dennis. Well, I mean, odds are these aren't going to be sold until, I mean, these, the, the, the silt fencing will be removed before these are sold. 
Well, well we number two is already sold. Oh, they are? Okay. So, All right, then. Yeah, I mean, we, we got have to have some sort of uh, surety, you know. We can't just say, well, yeah, it looks like it'll do the right thing. Or, well, can, yeah, if you want, I can go, I can pull the silk fence out whenever you want me to pull it out. But it, prior to the sale. The, the protection of the road of the, while the rest of the construction is occurring. You want the wetlands protected while yeah, the self-washing now. Um, There's no more construction on, on, on the outside of, of lot three that we're talking about. It's it's all interior now. So and Ma is Macklin Road actually constructed? The cul-de-sac is there, or is that what is that the paving that, that remains? Yeah, that, the cul-de-sac is there. The binder pavement is there, um, okay. and uh, curbing's not installed yet. So if we wanted to, we could put the silt fence um, along the front of lot three where construction is um, no longer going to be going beyond um, because everything from the front of lot three, from the, the house at lot three and along the new plantings, um, everything beyond that is, is completed. So if they, if that's an issue about, you know, accessing the silt fence later at a later date, we can put it on the public right of way at the end of the cul-de-sac um, so that we can still access it at that point, which is, which is out of the hundred which is yeah that's what i was gonna i was just checking right now that would be out of the buffer zone so if they did that then everything you know in the buffer zone would be protected is there a curb already no not yet no okay so yeah i mean i think that sounds like a good option even if it's not silt fence just some staked in straw wattles would be helpful and then have that silt fence pulled right away before the property changes hands okay yeah, just to have it have something in there that says that it must be removed prior to the sale of the property. Well, there's no document. That's the problem, Alex. Like we're doing a COC, so the certificate of compliance is pretty. There's there's nothing binding in it. It's a release from the other document, right, right Dennis? So there's not any text in it where we would be able to say. Right, so our only choice is to say not to accept this until that would be the only that would be the only recourse to say, well, we will not. I think that knows me well enough that if I say I'm going to take get rid of it, I'll get I'll get rid of it next week. Yeah. No, I want I want it to be there while you guys are putting in the curb. You know, that's the whole thing. It just you know when you finish the job, it's got to come out, but it's got to come out, and that you're not going to close the property without. You're going to sell the property before you finish the road? We're going to close. We're closing in another week and a half. On that, on that lot, not lot number three. Yeah. And, and so the road's going to be finished then. The curb's going to be finished no, at that no, point. No. The the bind the bind is down. We're going to be. We can't put the we can't put the finish down until springtime. So you're going to come back. We're going to come, Yeah, we'll be working there to to finish the road off in the spring to put the binder down. I see. So it's a week and a half for the sale of the property. So that's not. And, yeah. and as far as an engineering standpoint, I mean, we certainly want the erosion controls um, just to protect all the catch basins and everything and um, erosion from the property. So I can certainly make a, a written recommendation if necessary to install erosion control around the right of way um, since lot three is going to be completed. So I'm, I'm just more, I understand that. And I think that's a very good idea. I'm just concerned about um, releasing this um, without sort of a guarantee that you're going to come back and, and remove it when you're done. I'll, I'll 
Sorry, yeah. whatever you want, we guarantee well, it. I'm not I'm a man of my yeah. word. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna run and hide. Um, well we could say <laughs> since oh go ahead, Heather. Yeah, let me just ask. Could there not want be some sort of memo of understanding granted, uh, uh, which I think still might have some legal standing, not necessarily in terms of the of the compliance, but just by the fact that there is a written and signed document um, does put this gentleman at least on, you know, some notice. And as you said, if you truly are a gentleman of your word, this gives us a little clear, you know, a little extra clarification because our issue is not necessarily with your word but in the long term if there's some other issue that comes up we want to make sure that our liabilities and responsibilities are covered i think i just have thought so alicia we still sign the occupancy permits correct when we get those the final so all right that's, that's going to have to get signed by our office and that'll be pretty much at the final stages so if it isn't up to our the occupancy Right, but won't you be going for the occupancy permit pretty soon? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Property? But not yeah. for all three of the buildings, right? right. No. You'll just be going for the occupancy. We already got the occupancy permit for two. Two's already sold people living in there. Oh, wow, okay. This one here, we're going, we're close, we just like we were supposed to close Friday, we're extending it to the 18th. So we're going to. Okay, but I mean, they're still sort of the same way with the occupancy permit. And then there's still, so building one is still under. Building one's not, yeah, we just have that framed and uh, sided right now. We don't. That's so that's sort of what will sort of be when we get to building one, which yeah. is the last one, yeah. when they get to sign the occupancy permit, you know, we'll just make sure that everything is right. And if it isn't, yeah, yeah. you know, our office wouldn't sign it until it's right. Well, if another option is if, if this is all happening very quickly, you'd want to get the silt fence out of there before closing anyway. You need the hard copy of the COC closed and signed at the registry so it within the if this is going to happen within the next few days dennis can hang on to the signed document until he sees that the silt fence has been removed and replaced by a straw waddle or something equivalent up at the curb would that yeah. work i'll do whatever you guys need me to do as long as i can try to because that would wrap everything up quickly rather than waiting for the coi for the last property which is just started right I mean, there's obviously no disagreement. It's just how yeah. to do it. So yeah, what mechanism? Covered, you know? so, so, what, so when would you like the silt fence taken out? After you how put the... How fast do you need the document? <laughs> After what? How fast do you need the signed certificate of compliance? But we, want the silt, but we want the silt fence to be there while they're working on that end of the road. I mean, We'd have it replaced, Alex, I think is what we're saying. Like, take it off of that property since it's being sold and replace it and, and install it at the curb instead of behind the house in the wetland area. So it's separated from from the, the property under sale. Right. specific to the work site is what you're mm -hmm. saying. Right. So there would, there would be a, a separate, uh, you know, compliance letter for the end of the road. No, because then it, it would all be moved outside of the buffer zone. All, those erosion protections would then be outside the buffer zone. <laughs> okay, but we want these things to be removed at the end of the project. Right, but that's, that's the thing I was sort of saying at the very end, though. When they want to get the occupancy permit for building one, which is the last project, which will be the final, and that's going to be one of the final things, our office signs off on it, and so I'll just make sure that they're removed. Okay. And they're going to want them removed anyway because yeah. uh, it's... So, it's better. Alex, so, Alex, it's basically one. This gentleman removes this. No, I got it. 
ASAP, you got it? Okay, because yeah. I'm, I'm, I need to go by steps, so that's... And then we still have the safety with at the end mm -hmm. for, the, for lot number one. Yes, I get Can it. I just ask okay. one more question? Because there were changes in terms of our understanding of the four items that were originally listed, and two of them turned out not to be in the buffer zone, do we have that clarified and documented? That's all, I mean, that's just paperwork, but... Um, the photos that I got sent earlier today, and I can forward them to you all so you can see it. Sorry, I should have done that earlier today and, and all everything no, went around. I, didn't, I, so, I, but, but those show that. that the stairwell has been built and that the uh, right. the, the grass has been, you know, the grass has started right. to grow. So and can we basically, but can you basically somewhere, do we have some, some documentation with regard to the other two items that turned out not to be in the buffer zone, but I believe were originally on our document, weren't they? Or am I, is my memory wrong? Yeah, would that be, Ben, would be able to get a letter from you all sort of signifying that that other, those points right. were there and just, you know. Certainly. Yes, of course. This, this is really one of those clearing up the little details things. Yeah, and that just, that'll just be included in the file. Okay, to this. that's fine. I just want to make sure we cover it. I have nothing else to share. I'm just glad to hear people are still buying houses and have enough money to do so. <laughs> Dennis, um, I don't have the benefit of the order of conditions in front of me. Were there any um, pre-construction documents, filings required in that order? And if so, have they been satisfied? Yes, there was an as-built required that was sent to me. And I think I sent that off with you all with the, with the filing. So that was the only one that we were required to get and we received that. Okay, great. Okay, I think we have a consensus that we're okay with issuing um, a full certificate of compliance for this project. Um, we will hang on to the original signed document until Dennis works with John to make sure that the silt fence that's currently in place is removed from the buffer zone and a sufficient um, sedimentation erosion control barrier such as a straw wattle or a silt fence is installed up by the curbing um, outside of the buffer zone. Um, is that everyone's understanding of where we're at? Yep. Dennis, okay. is there any way that you I can meet you over there maybe at some point? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think I definitely have your number, and you might have mine. So let me just double. I think I have your number. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, because we have we've talked. Yeah, when I went up there to look at the trees a while ago, we were talking. So. Um, so either, so I think, either me or Dave, before they can kind of show us exactly where you want that to, to be staked in. You know? Exactly. I can go up there in the next like two days. I'm. I'm tomorrow is probably. Better. I don't know if that's better for you because I'm more. I'm, well, actually, even Friday afternoon is fine too. So tomorrow or Friday afternoons. Friday, Friday after, during the Friday day. I'm here in the office. Okay, let's do that. Well, you, do you want to set a time now for it, or do you want me to call you like? Um, just give me. A, um, I'm here until twelve thirty. So anytime after twelve thirty. So whatever works best for you in that end. So. Um, okay. You know, I can I, I can even stay here for a while longer. I'm usually here, even if that's the case. I mean, as Alicia knows, you know, kind of forget the time a lot and we're here <laughs> way later than we should be. <laughs> so All right. um, I'll call you Friday late morning or something. Yeah, that'll be, and then we can just set the time. That'll be great. And then we can just sort of, well, I'll show you the area where I want the other erosion controls and get the other ones out. So, okay. All right. Excellent. Would someone like to make a motion to issue a certificate of compliance for this project? Heather. Make such a motion. 
Do I have a second? Seconded. All right, big. All in favor? Aye. Aye. All right, Heather. Oh, are we, are we, do we have to do a roll call vote? Yeah, we got to do a roll we call We do, vote. yeah. So, Heather. Aye. Alex. Aye. Sig. Aye. Eric. Aye. And I'm also in favor. <laughs> well done. <Let's> go. <laughs> All right. So I think we're in, in, in good shape. Um, John and Dennis can be in touch and get this wrapped up. Thanks, everyone. Thank you all. Thank you, all right, thank you very much. All right, Dennis, do we have any other old or new business we need to catch up on? Um, nothing new has come in. Um, I've been in contact with a couple of homeowners who want to do some projects uh, over in West Medford along the Fells. Uh, one is a homeowner who wants to add to the back of their property. They seem kind of far along because I've been dealing and talking to their contractors. So we've been just trying to figure out, I've been helping them out a little bit, just showing like what area, like basically the entire property is within, you know, the hundred foot buffer zone because there's a, it's right behind the house. So it's just a matter of, so we were just trying to calculate exactly, the, you know, what the increase in impervious versus pervious is going to be. So that's what we're sort of working on now with them. And then I received a call probably a little while ago, but another resident up there who wants to add a pool to their backyard. So that we're just trying to figure out exactly where in the property it is because there is, you know, an exception as long as even if it's in a buffer zone, if it's 50 feet away, it's, it can be done. So it's just a matter of what it's probably still going to be close enough, but we, I just have to show, we just have to show up the property and they haven't gotten back to me again. I talked to them for a while when it first came in and we sort of said, you know, we got to sort of figure out exactly. And so I think they're just trying to hire someone to sort of design where the pool might go and then we'll go from there. But, but aside from that, we've got nothing else, at least as far as I know, in the pipeline. Planning on another summer of COVID <laughs> with the kids. Yeah. Yeah. And that, exactly. is, that is exactly what they it's said. And, and, and I think that's the other issue is that pool manufacturers are getting bombarded right now. And they are, they are definitely, uh, they're definitely uh, not looking, not lacking for work. So I think, you know, even if you're trying to get one put in, it's going to be a while. Wow. So that, that's pretty much it. And I hope everybody is like, okay, and safe and yeah. healthy. Yeah. Doing the right thing. So. Keeping on, keeping on. So, um, so we were so normally while, scheduled for the, while this was going on, the mayor called to just really? know that we're still in, um, we're going into another week of, of the red. Yeah. I got it too. Yeah. So let's all be really good. Okay. Yes. Please do. Please do. So. Hey, Dennis, have, have we heard any more about, uh, or at least from DCR on Bellevue Pond? Oh, that's a good question. No, but Alicia and I, we were just talking about talking to Jillian. So when we're talking to her, I'll check with her. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Nothing curious, more happened. Uh, so the, the guy kind of pulled back and wasn't really touching it. So I think in that instance, we're good. But, you know, we kind of, they kind of managed to sort of tell him, don't do this. And he hasn't done anything. So, um, but... <laughs> But we had to talk to Jillian about it the, from DCR. She's the DCR person up there. Alicia was going to talk to her about another instance. So once we do that, I'll I'll get in touch with her and check with and double check in with her about that. So, but it's that's great. Thanks. And then oh, but we that, I'm glad you reminded me though. So we are getting at some point. I thought it was going to be sooner rather than later, but they're still working on it. Um, we had a project. This is prior to Sig and Eric, but the playground area down in McDonald Park. 
they made some changes. So they're going to be just doing asking for an amended order from some changes to the playground area, which is on in McDonald Park, um, right on you know 16 behind the state police barracks. Yeah, there's a play area down in, the, down in Wellington Circle. What? There's a play area behind the police barracks. No, there isn't. They they proposed they they did it a couple of years ago. They got proposal to do it, and they were going to put a playground in there behind the barracks there at Wellington Circle. But they made some changes to the play area, so they need to come back before us. So mm-hmm. we I they I just helped them out to get the uh, butters list recently. So. That should be forthcoming, this have, but I haven't received it yet. Does this have anything to do with the paving? That or is this a separate project? Called, is this, one this, big was, project? this was all part of that whole, you know, when they did the the paving, when they did. Yeah, they were supposed um, to. Mm-hmm. There were a bunch of different parts to this, and this was the, the final part that they were just waiting for funding for. And I guess they've got the funding. Now it's just in the interim, they've sort of made some slight changes to some of the, uh, the parts of the playground, but I don't know what they are because they're still. All I know is that it's coming, but I haven't seen actually any, they haven't mentioned any specific changes. So I think, it, but it's the same general area there behind the barracks, which is all within, you know, 100 foot buffer zone area for right. the wetlands there. But they were, when are they going to start the paving on the uh, other part, the part uh, by the dog park? You know, that was. Oh, no, no, that's, that's the city one. That's, that's a whole nother. Oh, that is another one. Okay. That's yeah, that's a whole nother job. So I don't know if Alicia can jump in on that. I can just tell you that, so the clipper ship connector, this is connected. It's going to need to come and ask for the, um, uh, an NOI for that last section the part that was under, that was being um, Brownfields remediated, remediated. Right. So that includes state and city land. And so the, when we gave the, the NOI for the clipper ship connector, it was all everything up to that point. And then they got an NOI or the, or, you know, I'm using the wrong language, but you know what I mean for the, the part that was the brownfield we did. So they got permission to do the remediation, right. but not build the path oh. on that section. So they actually have to come back and get the permission once that, that path, that section is completely designed. It's, they had a public meeting to get input on it. Um, but in talking with the state about that last section, for a variety of reasons, it turns out that it is the same high-level group that manages their trails program and their paving program that gave us the grant for the area next to the dog park. And we're, you could say we're doing some helping each other out kind of thing and they're offering that they might take the grant back and instead pave that path for us um so i've been sort of trying to work through that because we were having very significant procurement issues because the city wanted me to put it out to bid and that was just blowing up the entire project i would think that that's your standard practice isn't it well because it was so it's so small and so little, like we thought that we could use our on-call landscaping company to just do the work. And that's who came through with the proposal and came with us to the, um, to get the, the, and I forget what filing we did in front of the conservation commission. I apologize. I didn't pull my file. I think that was just an RDA. I think it was an RDA, but the the company that was our landscaping on-call company that we were just going to have do the work as part of our on-call work that they do with us. Um, but then our procurement officer said, no, 
we would have to put it out to bid, which would mean creating engineering plans in order to put it out to bid. And that becomes incredibly expensive, right? For a, for a small project like this, yeah. Because, I mean, you already know where the pavement's going to go. Right. It's really difficult. Exactly. So, so, um, so that's what's the delay. That's offering to do the paving themselves because they are constantly doing that kind of paving work and they do have a pay, a path, a trail paving on call company that they can just use. Um, so I'm working out the details of that, but we couldn't get everything in order for this fall. So it's going to have to be in the spring. And the area that, uh, where the aluminum was, you know, that, that sort of fencing area they wanted is that part of this project too? Because there was a different type of contamin contamination there. All that remediation got taken care of. That was everything within the buffer zone. Right. There is Just one small corner that's outside the buffer zone that is not. And the plan there is to do a, basically we have to, we have to cap it over there. Right. The lead levels were exceptionally high. Mm -hmm. And so the plan is to put in a labyrinth over a paved labyrinth, labyrinth in that area. And oh, I thought it was an outdoor school room. That was a, that, that was what that, I originally wanted to do, but the neighbors were very concerned about the noise. That if you put tables and chairs there, that at night, yeah, hooligans oh, okay. would hang out at the tables and chairs and be right under their windows, and they wouldn't like it. Alex is well right, familiar with such things. Well, well familiar with that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I have a park behind my house where kids hang out and keep me up all at three night. In the morning. Yeah. <laughs> right. So the, the plan that seemed to work really well and we went and got a CPA grant for was instead of tables and chairs in an outdoor classroom to put in a labyrinth because it would be active recreation, but it would be quiet active recreation and there wouldn't be anything attracting people there after dark or reasons for people to hang out there. And it would be capped. Um, it would be an attractive thing in the daytime and that, but it would also be an attractive thing to be quiet at. <laughs> mm, I see. Okay. Um, so staff from my office are working with the Medford arts council to move that forward with a CPA grant. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, and they are the planning to put the clipper yeah. ship out to bid this fall, this winter and have construction happen in the spring. Oh, whatever happened to the uh, appeal from the, the people on Ship Ave who wanted the, the trail to zigzag um, outside as opposed to behind their house? Um, the DEP offered a superseding order of conditions, but they basically agreed with our decision on that. So it's, it's, they basically you know, found that what we approved was A-OK. -okay, so we're good on that end. So it's, it's going to go forward with the original proposal. So it's going to go behind their houses. It's yep. not going because I was like thinking it's it's a right because the whole thing was hinging on a right turn. I'm like it's a yeah. right turn yeah. it's here or there. It doesn't make any difference. Yeah. All right, so I see Public property and not part of their own land. I know. Yeah. I felt for them. They've been because yeah, they wanted to just trade it off. It was like you can have our parking lot. Take our parking lot. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's the issue when you buy a place. You got to ask those kinds of questions. Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Can't complain about the horse stable that you built your house next to. Well, that's that's true, but there was, you know, I could. Yeah, I would argue a bike path that connects your yard with Cambridge and Alewife is and and Station Landing and downtown Boston is probably a value add, but not everybody wants it. So no, but they they have found that those do actually 
actually add property value paths yeah. behind that, properties that are, are definitely, you know, they do definitely. Their issue yeah. is this is ours. We've used it. I mean, I yeah. get it. Well, it's yeah. also, it's also very close to their windows, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, it was you know, basically people, their backyard. Yeah. Their backyard. They're not going to have any peace. They're not going to have any quiet. They can't sit out on their back porch. Well, I think they're going to put hedges up and things like that. So eventually, I think over time, there'll be some sort of, you know, if they, they can you know, have some sort of, you know, <laughs> yeah, some. It's I like said some. Feet. It's like, right. so it. There's another, yeah. It's, it, these are really tricky things, but yeah. it's public property and it's a bigger issue here. So, oh. yeah. I don't know. I still, I, I, I kind of think that I agree with, I think they could have moved it around and had everybody happy. I didn't think it would be a big deal to make. I don't think the bike people were very happy. Well, it wouldn't have made any difference to them because they would have that turn anyway. If you turn yeah. in front and you turn behind, you're just making a turn. I don't think, you know. I think it was more the aspect of we were going to lose the sidewalk in the front and then that wasn't. Yeah. That and it was really DCR's property. Yeah. No, I know, I know the whole issue. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. It's tough. Well, thanks, everybody. Um, I think that's everything. We don't have anything to continue. So I yep. will make a motion that we close the meeting. Second. All in favor? Alex. Aye. Big. Aye. Eric. Aye. Heather. And I. Have a good night, everybody. Thank, Thank you. Guys. Peace.